Welcome to the Scoop and Score podcast. Glad to hear you uh, listening to this, not only because we love our fans, but we are also doing an exciting playoff predictions episode. Since we uh, have previewed all the teams, we have created our own list on uh, how we think the season will turn out and what teams will uh, make the playoffs. To help me make these predictions, I have Cole Reha in the studio. How's it going, Cole? Good. How are you? Oh, pretty good. I also got uh, Joe on the phone. Joe, you put a lot of uh, thought into your list? Nope. Glad to hear it. All right. Uh, now, uh, before we get into our list, we'll be doing a little bit of uh, sports news and then uh, start on our list. First, uh, big news, actually. MLB uh, players opting out and games being postponed. I don't see it lasting, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, the season. just uh, last night, I think the Cardinals... Uh, um, no, it wasn't. The, yeah, well, Cardinals had they had a few, like seven people in their organization, test positive. Yeah. Um, for coronavirus. Yeah, an entire series got shut down, like all four games, and I don't understand. Like, how do you? Some teams will be playing the full sixty games. Some teams will be playing what, thirty games? How many games do the Marlins will play? Half their teams has COVID. Yeah, I don't. Like, I don't understand how you. Have a postseason, which I don't know if the postseason is in their plans with the 60 games, but oh yeah, Marlins, I'm pretty sure suck anyway. So. Well, yeah, they do, but it's just it's weird. How do you like put everything together? I'm guess guessing just like the same way NBA has it, like a game or a team could have like 10 games more, but like could still be down in the rankings and just games back, you know? Yeah. So I mean that's the way I'm predicting it to happen, but yeah, it's not looking good for. MLB and the commissioner clearly has failed at. Yeah, he's regulating. I don't even know. I think we could all agree he's probably the worst commissioner in the Power Three sports. Yeah. And it NHL is happening. NBA is doing a great job with the bubble. NFL so far, I feel like they're doing a good job getting everything set up and organized. Yeah. Um, and speaking of the. Uh, NFL, just a couple more players dropping out. Um, a lot of, like, no names, but, like, still, I don't know. Did we talk about, like, ro- players that play a role in their team, but no superstars, really. Yeah, a D-tackle for the Bills. Uh, did we talk about Damian Williams last time? Yes, that got brought up. Um, I don't know if we talked about C.J. Mosley. Oh, yeah, C.J. Mosley did all Granted, he was out all last year with an injury, but still, that's going to be two years off for him now. Uh, that might be kind of hard getting back into... Yeah, now the Jets are without C.J. Mosley and Jamal Adams. Not uh, looking good. No. Maybe they'll be sitting top of the draft board. It's definitely possible. Controversy in, in the future. Yeah. Uh, also, the NBA uh, had their first weekend. We are recording this on Tuesday. Um, so we've gotten a couple days seeing the NBA bubble, seeing virtual fans, seeing all that stuff, new betting and stuff like that with, yeah, so, I mean, and I think everyone's tested negative, so. They've, they've done a great job with how they set everything up there, and I'm glad to see it back, and it's going well, all the games are good. Yeah. Like I talked about last episode, like it doesn't look like the teams have missed a beat. No rust, no nothing. Mm-hmm. There's some good games going on right now. Yeah, just uh, earlier today, uh, Devin Booker 
hit a buzzer beater against the Clippers in a upset, and then Brooklyn Nets beat the Milwaukee Bucks with even, even their star players out like Chris LeVert and uh, Jared Allen. So, Shout out uh, TJ Warren going off right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pacers, my gosh. He's killing it. I don't know if their game's uh, finished yet, but he was still beating Magic's ass. Not enjoyable, because I bet on the Magic. Mm. Yeah. Uh, also, a little uh, shout-out to uh, Thomas Scram. Uh, uh, he actually emailed me and said that Joe should be a member of Bill's Mafia. Joe, you uh, considering Thomas's request? You know, it's definitely... Uh an option it's at the very it's at the top of the leaderboard so far so top is like raiders bills well i never said the raiders i don't know maybe well that was my colts colts are in there raiders maybe i don't know you said uh i think you'd be a good bears fan too bears yeah i, that. I don't know we'll see i want to have I'll, I'll, I'll wait and announce it before week one so uh, you'll have a team bad. before week one of this season So, yeah. The options and uh, get a spreadsheet. We'll have a whole episode dedicated to me uh, <laughs> picking my team. Just the it's like the decision, but yeah. it's Joe. We'll put it. We'll uh. Exactly. We'll put it on Zoom or we'll YouTube it. Yeah. Hmm. Joe will be taking his talents to to be determined. I can totally see Joe in like one of those uh Bears crew necks. The mustache, <laughs> yeah. cigar. Him and uh. Zach Brokaw. Yeah. Shout out Zach Brokaw. Yeah, that's going to look good. All right, should we get to our uh, playoff predictions? I guess. I'm ready. All right. Ready Uh, when you guys are. We're going to start with the uh, AFC. Um, How we're going to do this is uh, we're each going to say our number one, number two, number three uh, seed one at a time and kind of just discuss how we got there and – Go from there. All right. Sounds good to me. Let the discussions roll. Uh, for my uh, first first overall seed with the bye, I have the uh, Ravens at 13-3. and three. I think uh, Lamar takes a step up as a passer, and uh, Antonio Brown would only help that, even though I saw uh, earlier today that Bengals were the top betting option for him going there. Really? Makes no sense at all. There must be some sort of inside deal then going. Conspiracy. Yeah. Maybe he, the Bengals are close to signing him right now. Yeah, that'd be. I don't understand that. They have, they already have too many good receivers almost. Yeah, uh, and then defense looks like a top five product with all they've added to it with Patrick Queen, uh, Clayus Campbell. That secondary is amazing, uh, and they face the NFC East in the other conference. So I I figured there's four easy wins right there. So 13 three is my. Number one seed. Uh, Rihal, you want to go? All right, so my number one seed in the AFC is the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, I think a lot of people, they're going to have the Chiefs or the Ravens. Yeah. So we're in the same ballpark there. I just don't see Mahomes falling off at all. And that team's so stacked still. I just, I have them at 13-3. We'll see. I They look pretty good. Yeah. Can't deny that. Yeah, I, I, it was hard picking between the Ravens and the Chiefs. Um, Joe, do you, what's your number one seed? 
You know, I, I got the Chiefs as well, sitting at 13-3. I don't think Mahomes is going to slide back or anything like that. I think the Chiefs will be rolling for quite a while, and uh, this year they'll be just as good, if not as if not better than last year. The Ravens, though, they are tough. I got them, uh, I don't know, I got them at number two. We'll just go on to number two. Um, you know, between the Chiefs and Ravens, they're clearly the top two teams in the AFC. And really, I think everybody's just trying to pick, you know, it's going to be one, two. It depends which one is one, which one is two. Yeah, that's totally fair. Um, I do have number or Chiefs as my two. And uh, I think the thing that made me pick the Ravens over the Chiefs in these standings is uh, Chiefs will be playing the NFC South in the other conference, which is New Orleans, which is Tom Brady and the Bucks. Uh, even, like, someone like the Falcons could upset the Chiefs. In, a, in an off week or anything like that. And you know then, what they say, any given Sunday. Exactly. So, I mean, that was kind of my deciding factor for... Unless it's a Thursday night game, I suppose. <laughs> uh, yeah, you totally threw me off there. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, that was kind of just why I chose the Ravens over the for the number one seed. Um, I'm guessing yours is Ravens number two, Rehal? Nope. Oh, Really? You guys gonna like this? I have the Indianapolis Colts as the number two seed. Oh boy, here we go. I I know what you guys are thinking, and I know I am a Colts fan, but this team's gonna surprise a lot of people this year defensively. I think they're gonna have a top five defense this year, and then adding Philip Rivers, you give him that veteran leadership. I know he didn't look good last year, but he's playing behind the best offensive line he's ever gonna be playing for, and then they're gonna have a solid run game. Uh, it's going to depend on how the receivers play, how uh, some of the rookies develop, but I think they're going to go 12-4, and four, take the number two seed. 12-4, and four. all right. That is quite bold. I you like know, it. I don't completely hate that. Maybe two is a little bit of a stretch. Yeah, that's, I was thinking uh, maybe, but... I don't know, I, you know what, you, uh, you know... And I, I will elaborate on why... I'd, me on that. I, you know, Phil Rivers, you can say what you want about his time with the Chargers for the last however many 15 years, 15 kids in 15 years. <laughs> uh, but uh, just something was never really quite right with Phil Rivers at the Chargers. And, you know, they never had a great play. They never, what is he? Has he won a playoff game in his time there? Uh, yeah, I mean, um, Oh, two years ago, uh, he beat the Ravens with Lamar Jackson there, and then lost well, to. Well, before Lamar was doing Lamar things like he's doing now. That is true. But you know, what I'm saying is, you know, he didn't have that. Maybe it wasn't quite the right fit, or maybe he didn't use the weapons in the right way that he had. And maybe here at the Colts, that'll be uh, something different. I don't know. Could be it. Well, because Phils, he's not a bad quarterback. Yeah, they've just but, never had that uh, run. For a Super yeah, Bowl. he just never got there, and you know maybe he can do it here at the Colts. I, that's why I don't hate that pick, even though Colts is Cole is a Colts homer. I will elaborate on why I picked uh, Colts over the Ravens when I get to the Ravens, but all right, all right. Uh, let's go to uh, the number three seed. Uh, I have the Buffalo Bills uh, winning the AFC East. Uh, Bills have brought talent around Allen like Devin Singletary, John Brown, Stephon Diggs, Zach Moss, and defense will be strong just like they have been the past couple years, uh, enough to win the division, and uh, the Bills will be facing the NFC uh, West, which will be challenging, so I just had them at 11-5 uh, and five winning. 
Uh, Reha, you want to give us your third one? Uh, the Buffalo Bills as well, also at 11 and 5. Over the Ravens. Yep. I like the Bills. You know, I kind of debated on Patriots Bills, but I will say if all the Patriots players weren't sitting the season out due to COVID, I might pick the Patriots over the Bills. Mm-hmm. But I do like the Bills. I like what they're doing. I like Josh Allen. I think they're going to have a solid team, and adding Stephon Diggs is just going to take him over the top. And I'm looking for uh, Devin Singletary to have a breakout year. Okay, yeah. I mean, Josh Allen, if he can improve his deep ball accuracy, Stephon, uh, or, yeah, Stephon Diggs and uh, John Brown will be probably 2,000-yard receivers. If And uh, I think Cole uh, Beasley will have a big year, too. Yeah. It's going to open him up in the slot a lot. Now, who's their tight end? Uh, they had... Did they have Devin Knox last year, yeah, the rookie? Yeah, he, he showed some signs. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, we're on the same page on that one. Uh, Joe, what's your third seed? Well, shout out Big Tommy Boy, too. Uh, <laughs> I got the Bills two words. All I got to say, Bills Mafia. That's my, that's my reasoning for them, number three, 11-5. 11-5, all right. I'm going to circle the Bills right there. We all have them. Uh, number four, I have the Colts winning um, AFC South. Uh, Indianapolis, Indianapolis wins a weak division with a 10-6 and six record, uh, but they still have the best O-line in football. Uh, I think their defense is going to be stronger than it has been in these past years. Uh, but I think one thing they need is a strong uh, number two wideout, whether that's Paris Campbell, whether that's uh, Michael Pittman, some, something to uh, kind of just get them. I completely agree. Yeah. That's what we've been looking for for the last several years now. Yeah, someone just to pair with T.Y. Hilton, and then Jack Doyle's actually a sneaky uh, fantasy guy, too. Well, Trey Burton, we brought him in. Oh, it, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he'll be interesting. Yeah, if he can stay healthy. See, he had that. He had a good year with the Bears. His first year there, and then last year just shit the bed. Yeah. He's dealing with injuries, I think, but still. He still played a lot of games where he scored zero fantasy points. I mean, that's just fantasy for you, but yeah, it could have been affecting the game. I don't know. Uh, what about you, Ria? What's your number four? I had the Baltimore Ravens at a 11-5 record. Okay. The reason I had them um, as a four seed is because I think that division is pretty stacked with the Steelers, Browns, and maybe even the Bengals this year, some of the additions they made in the offseason. You bet. And I also think teams are going to start to figure out how to stop Jackson, whether it's middle of the season, later in the year. But I think he's going to have some trouble. But I still had them winning their division. Yeah. Still had them, you know, playoff team and obviously the contender. Okay. I just think some teams will figure out how to stop him. All right. That's, uh, that's the reason why I took him in two over or the Chiefs over the, them for one and so they put them in two. I think like you said, they're gonna, teams are going to start to figure out Lamar just a little bit more and learn how to stop him. Unless he comes up with some new moves, I don't know. Yeah, or just develops as a passer, which That's could happen. He could, yeah. yeah. Alright. So, uh, number four was kind of different. Or, wait, Joe, what was your number four? Colts. Colts. Number five. Eleven five. All right. Any uh, reasoning you want to put behind it? I think you guys covered it better than I could. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get to the first wild card spot. Uh, number five. I have the uh, Steelers. At number five. Uh, last year's eight and eight record. 
um, go to 11 and five be, uh, behind Big Ben. Uh, hopefully being healthy. I see him being healthy and having a good year. And their uh, elite defense. I predict. I predict this to be like a sneaky Super Bowl contending team. And uh, I think they show it with that 11-5 record. And I mean, someone that could, or if it wasn't for divisions getting higher seeds, they'd be either three or four for me. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, uh, Reha? I had the Tennessee Titans coming in at a 10 and six record. I was kind of on the fence about this one because. It's hard to predict how Tannehill's going to play, knowing he's going into the season as a starter with that new deal. And it's also going to be hard for Derrick Henry to, going into games, knowing he's the main focus of each team's defense. Mm-hmm. I'd like to think they'd go 10-6. and six. I'm confident they will, but it's kind of a bold prediction almost by me. Yeah. But it's just they were too good last year, especially in the playoffs, for me to leave them off my list. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. It'll be an interesting year for them. Yeah, and they lost like quite a bit on defense at all. I mean, they lost uh, Jack Conklin, uh, Jarrell Casey, Logan Ryan. If he doesn't resign, those are bigger pieces. I am looking for AJ Brown to go off this year. Have a huge year receiving. All right. I also think Johnny Smith could be really big too. They're tight end. Yeah, and this is like another fantasy take. Uh, he's not like going out the boards at all, probably. Because no, no one knows his name. Yeah, but they'll sleep on him. When Delaney Walker was uh, injured, he went off, and he's super athletic. So he's pretty young too, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, Joe, what's your number five seed? You know, I got the Titans as well, ten and six. Oh, wow. Um, I'm, hey, Joe. I'm a little more confident about the ten and six than Cole is, I think. And uh, I'm just saying, if both Henry and Tannehill can stay healthy the whole season, they you know keep their offense pretty well balanced and. Don't lean too heavily on uh, Henry for too long, you know. Make sure, make sure, uh, make Tannehill earn some of that money that he got paid this summer, and uh, I think they have a pretty solid team overall. All right. Well, I didn't think the Titans would be that high up on your guys' list. It's no, hard. It's, it's hard to leave them off with the run they made last year in the playoffs. I think yeah, if they didn't make that run, obviously I wouldn't have them this high. But I think they're gonna. They bring a lot of momentum coming into next year. All right. Uh, Joe, you had something to say? I don't remember it. <laughs> All right. Let's go to uh, the sixth seed then. Uh, I got the Patriots at uh, 9-7 and seven or 10-6, and six, either one I would take. Uh, had them at 10-6, and six, but with so many like players pulling out, um, I figure one less win is probably in their projections. Uh, still with a former MVP and first ballot Hall of Fame coach. Uh, I feel like the sixth seed is pretty and much and the best cornerback in the game. That's true too. He was, oh, well, he was ranked uh, number nine in NFL top 100. Pretty good. Defense player of the year. Oh, so yeah, I think a six seed, six seed for the uh, Patriots. I'll take it. Uh, Real, what's your six seed? Dog pound. Oh, Cleveland Browns coming in at a ten and six record. You I think oh, this boy, is the year. With that tough division? Yep. I'm liking the way things are looking. I know we said that last year, but... Oh, yeah, this is actually going to be the th- year. This is the year. <laughs> All right, yeah, okay. Oh, no, I, I do think <laughs> another year with that basically the same whole core playing together, you bring in um, 
left or uh, right tackle from Tennessee uh, Decker. Mm-hmm. Then you draft a left tackle. No, they got Conklin. Or yeah, Conklin, not Decker. Decker went to somewhere. Yeah, but yeah, Conklin coming in, Jack Conklin coming in, play right tackle. You draft a left tackle in the first round. Um, another year of Baker and Odell Jarvis. You sign Austin Hooper. You still have Nick Chubb. You still have Kareem Hunt. Liking the way things are looking. Uh, Who uh, who's their coach now this year? Kevin Stefanski, the Minnesota Vikings offensive coordinator. Yep. I think kind of well, someone is in there. Someone else is in with the Vikings too, helping call plays. But I think Stefanski was the main guy. Yeah. Is this his first year too? Yep. He's young. He's only like thirty-six. Yeah. That's the trend nowadays, going young on these coaches. But they credit him to Kirk Cousins' breakout season last year. Yeah, because they got Dalvin Cook rolling, and then Kirk Cousins could do whatever he wanted on play action. So, which we all could agree, he did. Kirk Cousins looked a lot better last year than he ever has. Yeah, weirdly, Mo- weirdly efficient. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Stefanski could do the same thing with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt in the backfield. Have them going, and then Baker on. Get Baker going. Yeah, and he Baker's like a mobile quarterback so he needs something to get his confidence boost back up I think mm-hmm. hopefully then another offseason with Odell will hopefully help and yeah bringing in Hooper mm-hmm. they still have David and Joku yeah so I don't hate that pick uh Joe what's your uh, sixth seed I'm gonna go with the uh Steelers at uh nine and seven eight and eight somewhere in there uh you know Big Ben coming back I think if he stays healthy and if he can play to the level that he usually plays at, I think they're still a playoff team. They still have a lot of a lot of good weapons around him, and their defense is usually pretty tough. It, it is a tough division too. I will give them that, but uh, I think they can you know they can slide in there at the succeed. Yeah, I don't disagree with that at all. Uh, one thing I thought of though just now, um, if Big Ben does get hurt again. And, like, that roster is built for trying to contend for a Super Bowl. Do you think they would actually try and go out and get Colin Kaepernick? Because, I mean, Mike Tomlin's so good at, like, just getting personalities down and level to where he wants it to. I mean, Antonio Brown, Big Ben, Le'Veon Bell. So do you think that's something they would do, uh, Reha? You know, I wouldn't mind it. I'm kind of – I'm not the biggest uh, Big Ben fan. Mm Mm-hmm. So what I kind of wanted was Cam Newton to go there last year. I think that'd be a perfect fit for him. That would be a that'd be a cool thing to watch right there. I like I like that. Cam or even Jameis, because Jameis and Big Ben have very similar play styles. Air it out. And really, they should have brought Jameis in to be a backup to Big Ben, and then. So they don't have to rely on goddamn Mason Rudolph. Yeah, I mean, you throw Jameis <laughs> in, he's gonna. So Rudolph and Old Duck went. How many games they win last year? Eight. Eight. If you had Jameis on that team, they would have won ten. With that defense. Yeah. I mean, it's just. I don't know. I would have brought someone like Jameis in, or even Cam, mm-hmm. if I were them. But I'm not a big Ben fan anyway, so. Bob is not gonna be happy. No, he won't. Does he <laughs> listen? I think he does. Shout out Bob Bolton. Shout out Carl Bolton. All right, uh, Joe, did you get, Oh, yeah, you just gave us uh, six-seed Steelers. So we will go to uh, the final spot, the seventh seed, which 
uh, is new this year uh, with the new CBA getting negotiated. Um, I have the Browns at nine and seven, uh, and I am also a believer that this is the year. Uh, just nine and seven, but an actual qualified coach. Not na- or Brady Kitchens was a disaster. So I think uh, Stefanski pulls the talent together on offense and then defense. I think there's too many playmakers on that defense. Um, Mac Wilson, Miles Garrett, uh, Denzel Ward. I mean, uh, Greedy Williams. Greedy Williams. That's round. who I was thinking of. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of talent on that defense where I think they show growth and edge out the uh, Titans for the last spot. Uh, Rihal, what's your uh, seventh spot? Uh, the New England Patriots had a 9-7 record. If um, all those players weren't opting out, due to the COVID, I debated having them win the division, mm-hmm. but you know, all those players leaving, no. But I think Cam Newton, Belichick, they'll figure it out. Then you still have players like Gilmore, Gavin McCourty's, and they still have... Edelman. Yeah, they still have a solid base of players. Yeah. And I still think they'll make a run getting into the playoffs. Yeah. It'll be exciting to see Cam hey. Newton playing. Any of Belichick. them that's on that bubble? What was that? Any uh, teams that were on the bubble that were close to that seventh seed? Um, I actually had the Chargers and the Steelers. Okay. Chargers, I didn't throw them in just because of the quarterback situation and being in the Chiefs division. But I think their defense would be good enough to make a push. And they could beat out, you know, really one of those three wildcard teams I had. Yeah. The Titans, Browns, and Patriots. And then I also had the Steelers in the bubble. Just, I like their defense. I like Mike Tomlin. Yeah, both of those teams have really good defenses. So, if even Tyron Taylor or Big Ben's play mediocre, then that could definitely be a playoff team. Uh, Joe, what's your seventh spot? Gonna throw you guys for a loop here. I'm gonna go with the Cincinnati Bengals. Wow. Oh, Joe. Joe Burrow. God damn. Fire year one. I freaking he's like it, Joe. Early. He's almost got too many weapons. Too, too many weapons. That's not a problem. Joe Burrow. Let's see something. Boom. All right, you don't think uh, defense is an issue at all? Not with Joe Burrow. At the hell, they're gonna. <laughs> if you give up 35, you gotta score 40, and he'll do it. <laughs> all right, respect. I did not expect that. Rhea, would you ever have uh, Bengals in your list? Probably not, but I honestly don't <laughs> mind it. Yeah, I mean, if I don't mind the hot take there. That's hey, you know what? Every now and then, that's why that's why we watch sports. There's some, there there might be a crazy story like this this year. It happens. There very well could be. My crazy story might be on the NFC side, but we'll get to that later. All right, uh, one thing I do want to see now: uh, what? When's the last time a rookie quarterback led a a team to the playoffs? Uh, I feel like it happened not too long ago. Was it Andrew Luck? Uh, I'll get on it here. All right. Uh, Did Dak play as a rookie? Oh, yeah, you're right. It's probably Dak. Nice going, Joe. He actually yeah. led, him, led him to the best uh, or number one spot, too. He didn't lead him. Fucking. Elliot. Uh, no, it was, that was before Elliot. That was what's no, his name, wasn't it? No, Elliot was there. Oh, well, Elliot led him to yeah, they uh, both were rookies that year. Really? Yeah. 
Uh, who's the last rookie to win a playoff game? You guys know? I'm going with Dak. Oh, uh, no, Dak lost. Or they lost to the Rams that year, I think. Oh, no, that doesn't sound right either. I don't uh, know who it is. Uh, what do you think, Joe? Jameis or Mariota? All right, you guys ready? Yeah. Mark Sanchez. Oh, oh boy. Let's go. Huh. Dirty Sanchez, man. In uh, 2012, three rookie quarterbacks went to the playoffs. Russell Wilson, Robert Griffin, and Andrew Luck. That one doesn't... Oh, that is... Yeah? Yeah, that makes sense. And then Dak was the last the latest. One. Yep. All right. Besides those three. Nice going, Joe. Yeah, I know. All right. So that is our uh, AFC playoff preview. Uh, we'll take a break uh, real quick and then get back to you with the NFC playoff preview. And we're back. And we're back. Beautiful, Joe. Uh, <laughs> doing the uh, NFC playoff preview right now. Uh, this one was a little bit difficult for me. There's so many good teams in the NFC that... I mean, I kind of knew the select few I was doing for the AFC. This one... Yeah, it's I, tough. All right. It's so tough th- making this list. This one is going to be... Uh, a little bit weird, uh, doing Jack Proud. I'm going with the Green Bay Packers, number one seed. Holy shit. Really? Yep, I am uh, doing 14-2 and two record. Whoa. Wow. Yep, best uh, record in the NFL. Uh, Rodgers comes out with a chip on his shoulder. Offense looks good in second year with LaFleur. And uh, they face the AFC South, which I believe is going to be a clean sweep for them. So... Those are Besides my Colts. Nope, I'm including Colts. I don't believe in your uh, Colts bias. <laughs> uh, Riha, what was your uh, first seed? I uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Whoa. 14 and really? record. Wow, we're both coming out shooting. I think that the team's too talented all across the boards, and then drafting someone like CeeDee Lamb just sets them over the top. And then Dak's out to prove it this year because he wants a big deal. All right. I like that. Um, yeah. McCarthy might just pull them all together. Yeah, something. McCarthy, too. I forgot to mention him. Something Jason Garrett couldn't do. Finally a coaching change that's been needed for years now. Yeah. Yeah, I don't disagree with you at all, especially with, like, Demarcus Lawrence, uh, Leighton Vander Esch. Lot. They just uh, picked Stephon Diggs' brother. Oh, Trevon Diggs, yeah. Mm-hmm. He plays safety or corner. That's the only question mark I have with them is uh, their corner defensive back situation, losing Byron Jones, which you, they couldn't pay him. No. So it was smart to move away from him. But really, besides that, I think that team's all around pretty legit. And I think Dak's out to prove it. McCarthy's hungry to get back to the top. Zeke is going to do Zeke things behind that offensive line. Okay. Uh, Joe, what's your number one seed? Uh, I guess I'm the most fucking rational person here. I got the Saints at 13-3. Okay, I like that. You want to give us a reason? Because it's the fucking Saints. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they got upset at uh, first round last year. What makes them special this year? Because it's not last year. <laughs> There's a reason why it was an upset last year. The upsets aren't a thing that happens. You know, to every person, every time. Well, so for, it wouldn't be an upset. 
Well, for the Saints, it seems like a pretty uh, year-round thing. With uh, well, you can, you can go back to those, you know, that those uh, not whatever pass interference calls or ghost pass interference. Yeah, I didn't see a pass interference. No, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Just kidding. Minneapolis <laughs> Miracle. Oh, yeah. I watched that. That was insane. Yep. Uh, the, I guess you could count pass interference for both uh, Kyle Rudolph in the back of the end zone and uh, Rams. Oh, the push-off deal? Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, every other game they're calling that. But, they called yeah, Kittle in the Super Bowl for it. Yeah. What were you saying, Joe? Yeah, I'm going to go with the Saints for my number one seed. They finally don't get screwed by the refs. I like it. All right, let's go uh, number two one, just to build off of that. Uh, I have the Saints at 12-4. and four. Uh, Drew Brees didn't come back for one year to not be a contender. Uh, I think with uh, Emmanuel Sanders being the number two there with Michael Thomas. And I think uh, Kamara, he kind of had like a year where, I mean, he got yards, but his like, touchdown regression and – Stuff like that. So I think they do well. Uh, AFC West is a tough one with Chiefs and stuff. And he battles with Brady twice a year. So that is why I picked uh, Green Bay to be number one seed over the Saints. Uh, Reha? Uh, My number two seed is the San Francisco 49ers. I think their defense is too good. And their offense, running game, George Kittle, Coach Shanahan is a genius, I think. Okay. I think they'll still be at the top of their game, and they'll take the number two seed at a 12-4 record. Okay. The only thing I have like to say about the 49ers is, like, look how good a uh, good, uh, young coach led a team to a Super Bowl, Sean McVay. And then they kind of had a – they've been dropping off since then. I mean, they're not in the same situation. They uh, didn't pay. They're all, like, on their rookie deals and stuff. But I'm afraid that once uh, – I mean, this is just for next year, but I don't know. And plus with Debo Samuel getting hurt. and Yeah, they bring in, like, Brandon Ayuk. I compare more to, like, the Seahawks in that run they had for a while. Okay. But I can, I see where you're coming from, though. Okay. Um, Joe? Uh, the Seahawks. I got the Seahawks at number two, 13-3 and three as well. I think they're going to take a big step up. Russell Wilson is going to have a heck of a year. And uh, I think they finally get back to what they've been trying to get to. Okay. I like that. Um, I thought I was going to be the high one on the Seahawks, so. Interesting move. Uh, third seed, I had the 49ers, 11-5. Um, uh, foundation of the team stays strong. Um, with the NFC West getting stronger, uh, Arizona Cardinals made moves, Rams, uh, Seahawks. I think uh, that's why they're in my third spot, and also subpar wide receiver group uh, leads just kind of a uh, step back for them. Uh, Reha? Uh, my third seed, I had the Saints. I, it's the Saints. Like Joe said, Saints are going to be the Saints. Drew Brees, he's out to prove it. I like their defense. I like Sean Payton. Michael Thomas is... Taysom Hill. Taysom, yeah. <laughs> Old Taysom Hill coming in. Michael Thomas, I think, is a stud. Then bringing in Emmanuel Sanders just sets him over the top. What record did you have for them? I had them at 12-4. and four. Okay. So what kind of made them go from, like, the top two seed to number three in your eyes? I just think Cowboys and 
49ers are better teams than them. Okay. I mean, I had them the same record as the 49ers, but I think 49ers will get the... Okay. Uh, Joe? Uh, three seed, I got the Packers at uh, 12 and 4. Uh, Rodgers is going to have another great year like he always does, I think. And, uh, you know, another year under, what's his name, LeFleur. Uh, they won't suck at LeFleur. <laughs> like the reference. Thank you. I worked all day on that. <laughs> All right, uh, number four seed, final of the uh, division winners. I had the uh, Cowboys making it. Uh, McCarthy hiring shows uh, during the season that Garrett held kind of the Dallas potential back. And uh, Dak looks good with all his weapons, holds off the Eagles for the division. Um, and also they played the AFC North in some tough matchups, which makes me uh, push them down to the four seed, but still win in the division. Uh, Reha? All right, you ready for this? Yep. Fourth seed, Minnesota Vikings. Ooh, I don't know. Everyone's right. down on them because they say they lost a lot of pieces, but they also bring back a lot of pieces. They had a great draft. They improved their offensive line. I'm pretty high on them. I think Dalvin Cook's going to have a huge year. I think Cousins is going to take another step in the right direction. Okay. And Abdul is always a threat on the return game as well. <laughs> yeah. Lemire. <laughs> All right, um, just uh, but uh, Michael Pierce opting out this season does hurt them. Yeah, that, that I would be a lot more confident if he was playing, but still pretty confident. I think they'll bring back Everson Griffin. We'll see. All right, I'm not sure if Joe has him on his list or not, but tell me something about their secondary that kind of brings hope for you because I think their secondaries, like besides their safety position, but their cornerbacks are pretty weak, so. Our Anthony Harris, highest-graded safety in, like, four or five different stats last year. Yeah. Other safety, Harrison Smith. They drafted Mike Hughes two years ago. He was hurt last year. They drafted another cornerback out of TCU, I believe. Okay. Oh, Gladney. He'll come in and make immediate impact. Uh, I think losing... Um, Rhodes, uh, Rhodes. Trey Waynes. I think Trey Waynes... Didn't live up to his potential as a first-round pick he was. Oh, who was that? What about losing Diggs? Diggs, they draft Justin Jefferson. I think he's going to come in and make the same impact Diggs did. Yeah, but he lose a locker room problem in Diggs. He was constantly tweeting, you know, you know how Diggs was. That was a problem. Yeah. Uh, One thing I do, like, uh, Justin Jefferson's going to probably be in the slot, right? I don't know. Because, I mean, that's kind of Adam Thielen's area, but don't you want to put a... Rookie in the best. He's a deep threat. Well, I mean, I think they want to put him in the slot. Why would you take Thielen out of the slot? Because they want to put Justin Jefferson, like, in the best place to succeed and kind of get that. But if he can succeed outside, then why wouldn't he play out there? Can he, though? Yeah. First year? I'd rather have a proven guy that can succeed, like Adam Thielen, at the slot, and then try a rookie at a deep, you know, as a deep guy. I'm just saying what I've been hearing. Him instead of Thielen, Thielen there at the slot. Like there, there's no reason to, you know, Thielen's already proven himself as being pretty darn good out of there. You don't need to go and put a rookie in there just because. Oh, he might turn out good if he plays here better. But you know, Thielen's already Thielen. You know, he's feeling himself. (laughs) All right, you got anything to add to the Vikings? (laughs) No, covered it. Yeah, Uh, Joe, what's your four seed? Uh, I got the Cowboys. I think they're going to win.
their division, but I think they're going to have a weak record. I just don't believe in Dak. Uh, Zeke's always going to do Zeke things, and their defense is tough, but, I, you know, they play the, uh, what, what was it, the AMC North this year? Yep. That's that's a tough division there, and uh, I, I got them at a 9-7 winning Ooh. the division, though. Wow. Yeah. Is that where they won it last year? year? Yeah. Yep. Okay. I figured nine and seven. That's probably something that the Eagles could take advantage of then. But yeah, um, not too high on the Eagles this year either. Okay. Um, we would probably talk more about that with bubble, or once we get to that seven seed and talk about the bubble. Um, for the five seed, I got the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, during their uh, team preview, I predicted more passing, and I think the offense will thrive with. Russell Wilson on an elite 11 and five record uh, defense also improves with Jamal Adams addition. And I doubt Clowney comes back, but if he does, I mean, that defense is going to look good. You got a good player at every level. Yeah. So on yeah. defense. Yeah. So yeah, Seahawks uh, 11 and five. Plus I think Metcalf takes a step forward. So, uh, Rhea? uh, same as you Seahawks five C 11 and five. Basically, everything you said, I think adding Adams helps a lot. Compare him and Bobby Wagner in the same defense. And I think Metcalf will have a big year, too. Along with Tyler Lockett as well. Yeah. I can't tell whether Lockett is like a... I know. I'm the same boat. I figure, like, probably... He has moments where he looks like he's... Yeah. I figure within one or two years, uh, Metcalf's probably going to take that number one spot away from him. Just because he's a bigger receiver, and once he starts going for like contested balls near, mm-hmm. like and his game r- over, route running improves. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Joe, what's your fifth seed? Uh, my five seed is the uh, 49ers at 11 wins. I think they're gonna take just a half a step back, and they're still gonna be pretty damn good. But I think the Seahawks are gonna win the division there, and that puts them in solid, you know. They're going to be the best wild card, I think, in the NFC. Okay. Uh, can you tell me a little bit why you chose the uh, Seahawks over the 49ers? Well, I think Russell Wilson is going to hes going to take another uh, step up this year compared to what he – I mean, he's already playing at a very high level. You mean, like, skill set? Well, overall, I think he's going to be the main component of their, I don't know, uh, step up here this season. Do you guys yeah, think um, Russ Wilson's really underrated? Yes. I do, too. I, I mean, do, people I are still don't. high on him. I think he's still underrated. I think he's so good. I well, think that people that under, like that pay attention, that like actually rank football, like not like me that just gives hot takes all the time, I think they understand what Russell Wilson's about, and they, they give him the due respect. And they always say that he's the most under-respected quarterback, but I think, you know, if you say that so many times... He gets the respect, though, in that kind of way. Yeah, and I think they understand the offense that he's in, too, where it's run first. And yeah, I mean, he's never going to put up Mahomes' numbers. No. Well, no, that's, but that's tough. how so efficient much, he I is all the time and the way he's led them to Super Bowls before. Yeah. Yeah, I do think he's underrated. Just, I mean, he's getting up there. He's probably regarded still as a top five Um quarterback but should he be number two number two i don't know that's oh off the top 100 right there 
Actually, oh, I, no, I would not, say no, not on number two. Not like top 100. Oh, like you're going off that. Number two in the quarterback uh, rankings. I mean, you got to put Mahomes at one already. Yeah. I'm, I think I'm going to put Wilson over Jackson. I'm thinking the same way, too. Wilson's had a. But the next episode, next, on Thursday, we'll be talking about this. Yeah. Where we're ranking our quarterbacks. Yep, next episode. Little preview. Little sneak peek. Yeah. All right, let's go to uh, number six then. Uh, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for me, uh, 10 6. Uh, Tom Brady and Bruce Arians with the top five defense, and uh, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. I mean, we kind of talked about it on the preview, but it's hard not to make them second in the division with the 10-6 record and getting into that sixth seed. Uh, unfortunately, with this one, it would be Bucks versus uh, 49ers in my predictions, and that's one hell of a first round for playoffs. So. See a Bucks upset there. Yeah. So, who knows? Uh, Rihal, what's your sixth seed? My sixth seed is the Bucks as well, with a 10-6 record. Nice. We are on the same page. You know, I want to I want to put them as winning the division, but I just don't see it. Just with the Saints, all those players have been there for so long. Mm-hmm. I think they'll have a advantage on the Bucks, but I think the Bucks will get into the playoffs on the wild card spot and make some noise. Okay. Especially with leadership like Brady and then a great coaching with Bruce Arians. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Joe. Well, I'm gonna <laughs> shock you guys here. I have the Bucks at 10 and 6. <laughs> Unreal. Uh, my uh, reasoning is all of the reasons that you guys just said in the last two picks. Fair enough. Anything to add? Maybe some Sue talk? Levante well, David? Sue, Sue's going to kill it. Levante David. You know who's the most under underrated, under-respected player in the NFL? It's Levante David, man. He is one straight up. One of the, the most one of them. There. I do think he's underrated. I wouldn't say he's the most. He's up there. Yeah. Definitely up there. It's just the downfall of playing on a mediocre team. I mean, it sucks. Yeah. Being a good yeah. player. Props to him for staying there. Hell, I mean, you know, he's a he's a he's a playmaker, man. Him and Devin White. That's his name, right? Yep. Devin White together, linebackers. Could be dangerous sure. next year. They're building something. I like them. All right. Then, since we have no controversy on the uh, sixth seed, uh, number seven, which I'm sure we have different different ones, uh, I got the Eagles at nine and seven. Uh, if it's a healthy wins and healthy weapons, uh, also with Darius Slay improving probably the weakest part of their defense, um, I don't know. I think the defense looks good. I think the offense improves with Wentz healthy. Uh, 9-7 isn't like a flattering record, but I think it's enough to uh, push them into the seventh seed. Um, and then I also had the Vikings in the bubble. I had the Rams. Uh, my first projection, I had the Cardinals. I, I was going to go there, too. Yeah, so all of them have chances to make the playoffs, but I had the Eagles. Except the Cardinals. Why are you a Cardinals hater, Joe? I'm not. I'm just saying they suck. <laughs> All right. Reha, you want to give us your seventh one? Well, my seventh seed would be the Green Bay Packers. Oh, wow. Ten and six record. Same record I had the Vikings as. I think it'll go down to the wire. I think the Vikings will have an edge on them. But 
really, what I said about the Vikings, you could really put the Packers in that position, too. It's going to be a shootout. Those two teams, obviously, I think, are going to be the top two teams in that division. Yeah. But Packers, like, I like their defense a lot. I like Aaron Rodgers. I like Aaron Jones. But I just don't think Rodgers has enough weapons to throw to. And then losing Brian Belaga might hurt them. Yeah. I know they signed someone to replace him. Rick Wagner. Yep. But I just think if they would have went out and addressed weapons, you know, drafted a receiver, I think it'd be like how they were last year. Throw them back in. But I think Rodgers needs another weapon. All right. Joe, what's your seventh seed? Oh, wait. Do you, do you want to have Eagles? I had them in a 9-7 record missing the playoffs. And then I had the Rams on the bubble, too. And then um, the Cardinals as well. All right. Which the AFC West, it's a tough division. I don't, or NFC West. I don't know who. All those teams could be good. Yeah. I mean, the Rams could fall off. The 49ers could fall off. I mean, who knows? Yeah. Cardinals could do well. That's tough judging. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, Joe? Well, hold on just a second here. <clears throat> Cole's got the Vikings winning the division, Packers in the seventh seed. And, Jacob, you have the Packers, the best record in the league, and I the did. Vikings not even making the playoffs. Yeah. That's just such a discrepancy here between the two, and you guys, I don't, I don't even know where to where to go from here. <laughs> well, like we, it's t- like we talked about earlier, this is a tough division. A lot of tough things, conference. Yeah, things could tough go yeah. a lot of different ways. Sure, sure. All right. Yep. All <laughs> right. Well, for my number seven, I do. I have the Vikings as well. Oh. I got them a nine and seven. I, I, I mean, they're a solid team. Don't get me wrong, but I think you know they're still gonna have their struggles like they do every every year now and then. You know, maybe it's a little luck. They might. They'll probably make a playoff run with some luck like they have. But. Uh, They'll, they'll make the playoffs and they might make a run, but I don't see them, you know, being some crazy good team this year coming off of last season. All right, remind me, your number two one was the 49ers, Craig. My number two was the Seahawks. Yeah. Seahawks. Do you see uh, Eagles upsetting the Seahawks at all in the first round? Well, I don't see the Eagles upsetting the Seahawks, Jacob, because I don't have the Eagles in. Oh, I'm sorry, the Vikings. The Vikings upsetting the Seahawks? No, yeah. I don't. Huh. And my bubble teams were the uh, the Eagles. I think I'm, I'm not a I'm not a big believer in the Cowboys, like I said, and the, their division as well. I think that's a pretty weak or middle of the road division overall. The Eagles, they're you know they they're a solid team, but uh, I don't think they're gonna quite make it this year. This is a tough NFC, and you know getting that wild card spot this year is gonna be tough. And I don't think the Eagles will have the record to get there. I think the Cowboys will win it, but I don't think the Eagles will have the record to get that wild card spot. And then also the Rams. Uh, they're also in a, they're in a tough division, though. And they're a solid team, but I just don't think they're going to be quite there. Just the NFC, the wild card games, the wild card winners are going to have pretty darn good records just because you're, you know. Yeah, all mine did. All mine over 10 pieces. wins. Yeah, each division is so deep. Rams are tough, too, because... Super Bowl than last year, not very good. Decent, no. not very good. Then they lost a lot of people. 
Yeah. But then you still have, like, playmakers like Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, how do you judge them? Mm-hmm. You could have big comebacks from Cooper Cup. Uh, who knows? Maybe uh, Cam Akers or... Uh, yeah, I like that pick a lot, running back. Oh. Smarter than getting out of that girly contract. Yeah, definitely smart. Yeah, Jared Goff is definitely going to need to take a step up, though, if he wants to be viewed as a top quarterback. Because, I mean... Oh, sure. How did he do last year? I didn't even really... I think he was average. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Who took carries when Gurley wasn't playing? Was it uh? CJ uh, Anderson play there last year, or is no, that two years ago? Uh, they had uh, Darrell Henderson and Malcolm Brown. Oh, okay. Which I mean, Darrell Henderson could still be on that maybe. Yeah, he was a rookie too. last year, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who knows? All right. You guys want to add anything to the playoff preview, or else we're going to take a break for our next next segment. I think I'm good. I think we covered it. All right. Uh, we'll take. Uh, a- well, I was going to say I didn't say this earlier. AFC. I don't have the Patriots in the playoffs at all. Not even on the bubble. I wasn't big on them last week, and then now with you know half almost a dozen players sitting out, I don't think they're going to make it. Joe, I'm kind of disappointed because you were a fan, and then now you're just completely throwing the Patriots off. I'm a realist, Jacob. I'm a realist. (laughs) All right. Uh, We'll take a break here real quick and then get back to uh, a surprising guest. Stay tuned. All right. We're back to the Scoop and Score podcast, and we've got Dalton Grove here. Uh, Long time no see, Dalton. How's it going? Oh, we're doing just fine. Uh, one thing that uh, we weren't able to do when we did the Chargers is uh, have Dalton on, which is a, a longtime fan of the Chargers. And uh, during our previews, uh, we kind of uh, were wondering who the OC was last year that got fired, uh, some of their draft picks. So, Dalton, can you go over kind of their off season? So, last year, I heard I heard, I believe it was Rehoff, said it was Norv Turner. Norv Turner was their head coach from 2007 to 2012. <laughs> so, so <yeah. laughs> little off. So, not Norv Turner. Uh, it was actually Ken Wissenhunt last year. He got fired mid-season. And then who and came in? Actually, not sure on who they went with from there. I think Anthony Lynn did a lot of the play calling. Okay. And, like, I think I said uh, during that preview that uh, they were, uh, they had something wrong with the run. Like, either they were running too much or running, like, not enough. Which one was it? The problem with the offensive coordinator. He was. He didn't match up well with Anthony Lynn because when Anthony Lynn came, he was a very run-heavy guy. Okay. And they were relying too much on Bill Rivers in his old age to win them games when they had a very decent running back at the time, and actually a couple decent running backs at the time that could make it work. Okay. And um, we talked about uh, Chargers getting uh, Justin Herbert, which – 
we hope he doesn't play most of the year. We kind of just want Tyrod Taylor to groom him, get a year under his belt. And then they also drafted Kenneth Murray. Uh, tell us what you think about those picks and also um, if there's any other ones that we didn't touch on that you're excited about. So with Justin Herbert, I agree with what you said. I think that Tyrod should be – Tyrod is definitely, without a doubt, going to be the starter week one, I guarantee it. Okay. But – We got a guarantee on the show. But after that, it kind of – I think it kind of depends on how their season plays out. I think his best chance is if they're just doing terrible and they have, like, no other options. There's no better thing to experience – or to learn from from is then from your own mistakes. Okay. So I think he could get in there for the latter half of the season, maybe after maybe after week five against the Patriots, they play week five. I believe that'd be a good test for him. And then And that's if they're like one and four or oh and five. Yeah, if they're like if they're looking to repeat of last season I mean, they, they have nothing else to lose. Yeah, I agree with that completely. All right. Uh, what about the Kenneth uh, Murray? If, if, if Tyrod is leading them to a 500 season, and a, uh, I won't say second place in the AFC West because I think the Broncos have a really good team, but... Yeah, I think that I think it'll be Tyrod for most of the year. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah, especially like just a weird off season it's been with the COVID deal, no rookie mini camps, no OTAs. It'd be hard yeah. for Herbert to have a full grasp of the system going into the year. Yeah. All right. What about the Kenneth Murray one? Okay. Well, Kenneth Murray. Chargers were lucky they got two first round picks by trading up to get that other pick. And with Kenneth Murray, they got kind of a really big stud from Oklahoma. Uh, he moves super well on all of the downs. He's like, he's a lot of linebackers you see, they're primarily a one or two down line, or linebacker, and then you have your pass coverage third down backers. But he can, he can play well enough to get along the next level, I believe. Uh, so I think they really got a stud there. I think that fits like the last piece they needed to complete that defense. So they got the edge rushers, yeah. they got the D backs. Yeah, and they're they're really sure sure up their D line with they added Minnesota's Linval Joseph. Oh, I their, that is a good signing. Uh, they have like. They also have their uh, Clemson D-tackle they drafted last year. And, Who yeah, is that? They, just have, they have the pieces to make it work. What I'm really eager to see is how all of them come together and if they end up staying healthy or not. Because obviously last year, Derwin got hurt. I mean, Casey Hayward probably had his worst season of the past, like, five seasons. Yeah. I mean, he still wasn't bad. He was still, like, 
Pro Bowl caliber, but he, it wasn't his norm. Agreed. And then Chris, and then Chris Harris, he's getting older. I mean, that's why the Broncos got rid of him. So that must mean that uh, Clip or Chargers have like uh, hopes that this is a playoff team because they wouldn't pick him up if he yeah, wasn't in their he, timeline. Harris, he probably has two to three productive prime years, years left. Yeah, prime years. Or yeah, he's not a long-term solution by any means. He's kind of like, what is he, a nickel corner, kind of a... Yeah, yeah, he he's not in most of the time. He's not super crazy good on coverage, but he kind of does play like a hybrid linebacker role where he, he had, I think last year, he had a couple sacks, and he, he's good uh, containing stuff from the outside if it's like a run or whatever, but... I always thought he was a weird then, player, because he like... He ran a very slow 40, I think. Mm-hmm. But he's so good, like, uh, as a punt returner. Yeah. yeah. Which is weird. I don't know. He was supposed to see the field well or something in that aspect. Yeah. yeah. And we'll, it'll be interesting to see if he returns punts again this year or if they're going to go with uh, one of our draft picks to return punts. Because I know they drafted, they drafted a lot of – or they drafted two – wide receivers that I know of. The did they draft the Ohio State receiver Hill? KJ Hill? They, they drafted in the fifth round, they drafted Joe Reed from uh he was that wide receiver from Virginia. And then what I think is probably one of the most underrated picks of the draft was their seventh round pick in the KJ Hill from Ohio State. Completely agree. Who he was their, I believe, leading leading receiver all time in reception yardage. Wow. And I don't know how a guy from Ohio State drops that low with that much experience. And I don't know, but I'm I'm glad they got him. Yeah, I remember the Senior Bowl was going on. They said he was showing out there. It was by far the top yeah. receiver at the Senior Bowl. Which the top prospects don't usually go to the Senior Bowl, but. That's a place where people prove themselves. And, and it should mean something that they just, just this week, they let go, uh, the Chargers let go of their, what was their third string wide receiver last year in Andre Patton. So that means that they're kind of clearing up room for the guys like Joe Reed and KJ Hill to come in. Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, do you think like KJ or yeah, KJ Hill will uh, produce kind of like a Tyrell Williams or a uh, Travis Benjamin type role, or do you think? What do you think? I don't think he's the speedster that any of those guys were. He's got the route running of, of Keenan Allen. Okay. With kind of. He's, he's got the dependability factor. I mean, you know that he's going to, you know if you put him in there, he'll do his job, but it's just whether or not he'll show out, I guess. Okay. Uh, you want to add anything else to the Chargers? Uh, I also want to say that on the back, or in the, in the later rounds, 
fourth round, they also got a running back to... I know you guys were talking during the Chargers one about how they needed a power back. Yeah. Well, they kind of got one in Joshua Kelly, the running back from UCLA. Yeah. He's six foot, uh, two and a quarter. I mean, he's not he's not a small back by any means, and he was kind of that guy that they put inside the tackles. But it'll be interesting to see where he where he comes into play in the season. Yeah, I mean, anymore you can draft a running back in the fourth or fifth round and get production out of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I couldn't, well, I I couldn't remember when we talked about him. I think that's one of the most disposable positions in football right now is the running back position. For sure. How do you, you don't see any of these. You don't see a bunch of running backs getting paid crazy salaries like you would have thought they were going to. It's kind of more of a quarterback league now than it ever has been. So, How do you think uh, Eckler will do this year? trend now too with like Christian McCaffrey, Kamara, even uh-huh. Barkley catch the ball really well. Mm-hmm. I think that'll be good for him having Eckler, yeah. his abilities. Uh, even like Kenyon Drake's raising because he actually found a coach not named Adam Gase that could use him. Oh shit. Alright, so uh, since you didn't get to do it uh, last episode, do you want to give us your uh, um, safe bet and bold prediction of the Chargers? And my 
prediction will say that Justin Herbert does come in week five and he ends up leading him past the first round of the playoffs. Ooh, Ooh. I like it. What seed do you think they get if Justin Herbert leads them to the playoffs? I mean, I don't think they'll beat the Chiefs, so it'll end up being, again, a five seed or four six seed like last year. But I, I respect it. I like it. Like the year before, my bad. I like it. You're alive, Joe? No, oh, we yeah, might have lost Joe. All right. Well, glad to have you on, Dalton. Uh, Hold on, real quick. I got a oh. question for Dalton. <laughs> uh, Out of nowhere. How does it feel to like the the same team that my mother likes? Uh, she's got good taste, I guess. She does have good taste. Uh, I don't know. All right. That's my only question. <laughs> that was a horrible question. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> He's been thinking of that the entire time you've been speaking. Maybe you should like the Chargers, Joe. I don't know. What did you say? It really took you 20 minutes to drum up that. It did. You know that statue of the uh, the guy that's thinking? I think they call it the thinker. That was me for the last 20 minutes just sitting in silence trying to figure out a question. <laughs> All right. Well, glad to have you on here, Dalton. Uh We'll definitely have to have you on here soon. All right, thanks. Yep, talk to you later. Bye. All right, and that's going to do it for the uh, Scoop and Score podcast. Uh, We are having a T-shirt giveaway. Uh, Make sure you email uh, the Scoop and Score podcast, or no, just the Scoop and Score, all lowercase, at gmail.com. Give us your shirt size and where you're from. And also follow us on Twitter and DM us your uh, shirt size. Uh, We're giving out multiple shirts, so please enter the contest. Uh, You guys have anything to add? Uh, Joe still needs a team. I know we got one Bills vote. One Bills vote. Uh, As we get closer to the season, I'll uh, get an episode going about uh, the whole whole situation. You hear that? You put it. Put enough opinions in, we'll have a bonus Joe episode. Look forward to that. If we get uh, if we get them narrowed down, we could do a Twitter poll too. Oh yeah. Four or five teams. I like that. Let Twitter have a little say in who Joe should root for. Mm-hmm. Here we go. I'm down for it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like, subscribe, give us five stars, leave comments, do all the good stuff to make sure this uh, football community grows. Uh, This is Joe Krostek, Cole Reha, and Jacob Herbert signing out.